Welcome to the 14th episode of the SBVC Campuswide Podcast, the show where we keep you updated on things you should know if you are part of the San Bernardino Valley College campus or community. My name is Dr. Scott Thayer, and I'm the Vice President of Student Services at San Bernardino Valley College. At the time of this episode's release, it is commencement season, so we will be talking all about that today. My three top topics are commencement, free tuition, and free books. Our guests for this episode are SBBC alumni and faculty, Nori Sogamonian and Maria Notarangelo, who we will get to know a little more in just a little bit. Are you ready? All right, let's get started. My first top topic is commencement. This year's graduation ceremony was held at San Manuel Stadium, just a few blocks from campus, with over 700 students, along with their families, attending. In total, we awarded over 2,673 degrees and certificates to 1,589 graduates. A large group of students transferred to various local and out-of-state universities, and a large portion received credentials in over 200 different fields that allow them to enter the workforce directly and start earning money now. Congratulations to our graduates. If you or your family member graduated this past spring, we encourage you to share your story and pictures on social media with the hashtag SBVCgrad. Hashtag SBVCgrad. If you would like to be featured on our website or social media, please just reach out and let us know. We would love to hear how SBVC has helped you in your career goals. My next top topic is free tuition. You heard that right. This summer only, SBVC is offering free tuition for any classes you take. The only fees you would be responsible for are the student registration fees, which range from $34 to $44, depending on your course load. There has never been a deal better than this in higher education. So take a class this summer and help us spread the word about this amazing opportunity. Which leads me into my third top topic, free books. This summer, fall, and next spring, we are covering the cost of all textbooks so you can enjoy access to free rentals. Now is the time to advance your career in education. Please take advantage while the funding is available to help us cover these costs. So those are my three top topics for today's episode. Next up, our guests for this episode are extraordinary individuals who are not only alumni from SBVC, but have also returned to the college as faculty members. Joining us today, are Nori Sogomonian and Maria Notarangelo. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you very much. Well, Maria and Nori, let's start by congratulating you on your achievements. It's truly inspiring to see our alumni return as faculty members. Nori, could you tell us a bit about your journey from student to professor? Thank you, Scott. Yes. Well, I was a student here and highly encouraged because um, you'll hear from Maria as well. My dad also taught here, so mm-hmm. we—I've uh, always known about Valley College since uh, since since it's been around because he taught here for 26 years. And wow, yeah, during summer session when I got opportunities to take summer classes. Well, my brothers and sisters had taken here. I think our high school, Colton High, Go Jackets. Oh, okay. (laughs) Local, yes. Yeah. At the time, didn't offer calculus, so my brothers took it here. I did Mm -hmm. not take calculus, but I took anthropology, some computer classes later, as actually as a faculty member. 
I took those classes with my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then I transferred. I did my uh, undergraduate in Spanish with an emphasis in linguistics, did my master's, and it was after my master's that my dad introduced me to doc, uh, to Georgie Wanaga, who was our uh, language department chair, mm-hmm. and I started teaching here part-time okay. Yeah, before I got my full-time job. Wow, that's great. I mean, just uh, this information to learn about how you've been connected to the college for, for quite some time. Yeah, long time. He was here for 26 years in the early 70s, I believe, and I would come here with them. My brother and I would come here and run around. Mm-hmm. And people later in years knew me. If that ever happens to you, yeah. Like, oh, I knew you as a kid. Wow. <laughs> and you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like the memory some back. Something triggers that memory to for somebody. It could be. Oh, yeah. I remember those things that that happened. Are right, you look familiar? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that last name. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's amazing. That's amazing, Nori. You know, SBBC is lucky to have you. Thank uh, Maria, you. you know, now we want to bring you into the conversation. <laughs> you want to talk about your journey and, and how did you find your way back to, to Valley College? Well, thank you. Um, so as Nori mentioned, my father taught here too, starting in the mid-60s. And mm-hmm. um, he taught philosophy. And my mom taught Italian here as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, at part-time in the evenings when modern language was able to offer Italian. And my sister completed nursing school here. Mm -hmm. My other sister transferred to Cal State, and she used to work at the bookstore here. uh She loved that job. Yeah. (laughs) And I came back as a student, actually, seriously, after having gone through my undergraduate and going to getting my master's at Cal State, my family was caring for my mom, Mm -hmm. and I was not working. I actually had taught here uh, some English classes, but... I wasn't working at the time, so I was really interested in taking the library technology classes. Mm-hmm. So I came back to school here as a full-fledged adult, yeah. started taking the uh, library technology classes and just loved them. Mm-hmm. And I was encouraged by uh, Dr. Celia Houston to go back and get my master's in that discipline. Right. And I was really not going to, but I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. And so I came back to teach some classes. And then when a full-time position opened, I was lucky to join the library team and um, just feel so fortunate that I was able to do so. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, that when we talked, we were talking the other night at the, mm-hmm. the foundation scholarship ceremony and you both started mentioning how you knew each other. Yes. Long before you worked here. <laughs> and and the, the memories just started coming back and and, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because it was so intriguing to hear about how this connection that started so long ago is now moved forward to being peers, friends, colleagues at the same institution that your your fathers both worked at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've known each other, I think, since we were five officially mm. yes. when we started kindergarten. Our fathers taught here and our moms were faculty wives. So back then... <laughs> Back in the 60s, right. you know, you didn't, you had a faculty wives association, which, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't know what to say about it, except for their big fundraiser was a bathing suit sale that my mom would host at our house sometimes. But our moms were good friends. They were good friends, yeah. And your mom also, as well as Italian, speaks Spanish. So that yes. was mm. nice for my mom. She had because you know she didn't know a lot of people mm-hmm. that spoke it back then. Was discouraged. So right. so right. so that was nice, a nice connection. And my little story I didn't get mm. to share the other night was my mom always tells the story about Walter and my dad. And my dad came home from work one day and told my mom, Fernanda had a baby girl. And that was Maria. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty. Am- oh, I was going to say that's amazing that you remembered it, but obviously your mom told you. She tells so. me all the time. Oh, I remember when Daddy came home and said <laughs> Fernanda had a baby girl. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, so I don't know, five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all through school, we graduated together. I mean, we just we also had a lot of our classes together, and mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of crazy talk i even was there when you were finishing up your masters we were roommates again that's right we yeah. Were roommates wow. in Los yeah. Angeles. yeah and now she's we live down the street from each other some things never change huh and it's a, it's a family affair yeah we, we yeah. live on the same street yeah <laughs> i i'm still in the house my mom and dad bought so i'm still in that house and you're close by because they were yeah, yeah her well, mom's we still in her house hunting house. it Mm-hmm. That, but yeah, we landed there. So yeah, and my mom still she lives five minutes from me. <laughs> no, that, that's amazing. You know, I, I would say if you could say who your father's full names were, yeah. and then your parents would be great because they're so part. They're a big part of the story. Sure. And you know, this yes. sense of community. When you mentioned the, the faculty wives association, and that's mm-hmm. really a way just to keep the family, the connection, the engagement working together. Right. We know it's a different time, but yet there was some things in place that we may look at differently now, but the intent, right, is to keep the college community connected together. You're absolutely right about that, because one of the things, I think at that time in the 60s, like, things were probably expanding. There's a probably, Mm -hmm. like, I think there's probably new hires. I know my dad came in, and his name was Walter Douglas, Mm -hmm. and he came in and taught philosophy and English, Mm -hmm. and I know there were other families, like, in the summers, they would plan to go camping, mm-hmm. right? So we had a little camper. They had campers. There were other, Nori's family was a big family. Our family, there were other big families around all, like, who had, you know, their dads right. or even their moms maybe taught here mm-hmm. as well. And so they were big. The people, like I saw during the summer, were all Valley College connected. Mm-hmm. So you're right about that. The associations were pretty strong, and it, it created those family connections. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Yeah. And I got fortunately got to go on a lot of the camping trips with Maria because my dad wasn't a camper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad was, uh, his name was Aram Sogamonian, and my mom is Carmen. Mm-hmm. And he was hired, he, he used to tell me this, under a president by the name of Jensen. So mm-hmm. whenever we're in meetings and they give us little quizzes about who were the presidents of Valley, sometimes right. I get that one right because I know <laughs> Jensen was a president, Singer was a president. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, in political science, he taught political mm-hmm. science. And then later in his career, he got his law degree. So he also taught some law classes at Valley, mm-hmm. real estate classes. He had, and maybe Walter had it as well, <laughs> your dad. I didn't call him Walter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know what you call him. <laughs> anyway, uh, we used to call it the universal credential where he could teach. He mm-hmm. used to say, you know, I've, they don't have those anymore, but he could right. teach any class. But he also had his minor in Spanish and 
funny in the ni- early 90s, uh, he was teaching Span- a Span- we were colleagues because he mm-hmm. taught a Spanish class for us <laughs> at the last minute when we couldn't find someone. Right. And with his universal credential, mm-hmm. he was able to teach it. So I would walk down the hall in North Hall and see my dad in there. Yeah. And at that time, I was interim chair. So he- oh. I was his chair. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That's hysterical. It- it was pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, those lifetime credentials. My uncle had one. Uh, okay, he worked yeah, in, the lifetime credential. Yes. Thank you, yep. not universal. But, but no, similarly, right? You <laughs> okay. can teach basically across the board. It's you know the the transition that community college made to move remove from the K twelve to the university model. Oh. That's where the credentialing kind of sunsetted, and the master's degree became the. Okay. the, the minimum qualification. So those are, it's interesting, because I remember hearing that story from my uncle, <laughs> who was in the in, a, in, in the LA district, and how he had that credential, and it's like, what is that? What, right. what does that it, actually mean? It's your passport to teaching everything. Right, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's how your dad was, I remember that. Your dad was always studying something different and diligently, and like kind of brought it to your house, in yeah. a way, yeah. do you know what I mean? But he was always studying something mm-hmm. new. He took welding here. Wow. (laughs) My dad took Spanish here. (laughs) I know that. So lifelong learners, not just Mm -hmm. you all, but your fathers who taught here, not just teaching, but evolving, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, and that description, I didn't realize Maria had that description of my dad because that that is very accurate. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always learning. There was always something new. We took... We took uh, Rick Herdlicka's class together, my dad and I, you know, when uh, the internet started becoming mm-hmm. a thing, he wanted to know what it was. And we took some of the CIS classes here as well. That's great. So you took them, the same yeah. class together? Yeah, same class All together. All right, so you're classmates as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, it was fun. I mean, we got to help each other. Mm-hmm. And he's a character, and he had a lot of feedback at, you know, after lectures. He had his own <laughs> little comments. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you t- it, it really think about you mentioned as those skill sets were starting to evolve, this technology, right? It's very different than when oh, yeah. than when he taught and when you started and yeah. Some of the I guess it, some of the differences, there's some things that, that kind of stand out to to both of you. You know, we talk about where we are today and everyone assumes that's the way it's always been and it really hasn't. There's been this huge transition from from this technology that we're all immersed in and all of mm-hmm. our students have grown up with. Mm-hmm. And yeah. before it was a very different kind of experience. Yeah, like if I remember going to one of my dad's classes and it was very lecture-based. Do mm-hmm. You know what, it was philosophy and you did your reading and then you came to class and it was pretty much explained to you because right. I was confused, <laughs> right? But I remember that's one of the things that is interesting to me as a teacher, and I'm a, a little bit glad that I teach online, that ability mm-hmm. to stand up and just really interestingly talk about a topic and explain it right. and unpack it for students. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. for a significant amount of time, a little bit less of the discussion format, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a little bit less, much less student-driven, right. more sort of the you know sage on the stage yes sage, sage on, on the, the stage, stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but inter- i mean you know but i think we kind of grew up we grew up with that mm. model in a well it depended on the class but no my yeah, yeah but the same my dad was very mm. lecture formatted he yeah. would you know lecture us at home as well and that was challenging, <laughs> that was challenging to to listen to and i did go to his classes uh, embarrassingly I, I fell asleep in one mm. um <laughs> 
but one thing, it's, a picture stands out in my mind, not the one I showed earlier, but him walking, he was in liberal arts with mm-hmm. your dad, mm-hmm. somewhere to a class with just a s- stacks of papers and the manila folders and all kinds of papers and books. And I remember, yes. and he always carried them in his hand. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I have my roller bag right now. I have a bag, but just, <laughs> right. just a, a lot of the, the paper. And I'm trying to go, I'm really yes. working on going paperless, but- just the grading, that that's the same. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The red felt pen. My dad always had a red <laughs> felt pen. Like yeah. you know, and I he had very distinctive handwriting and I you would see the papers marked up and hopefully not mine, although he did <laughs> once. I asked him to like my first college paper, I asked him to read it mm-hmm. and he's handed it back and he said, I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> but it's well written. <laughs> <laughs> so I kinda didn't go back to him. I was yeah. I did okay with my writing, and and that was, you know, vaguely helpful. Right. I became an English major, so I did get my writing skills together. Well, yeah. which is great because having a brother eleven months older, getting mm. to see my dad look at his papers, I learned not to show him mine. <laughs> but guess who I showed him to? Maria. Uh-oh. You did. <laughs> Built-in study buddies. Huh? No, she would help um, edit, and then in, even in grad school, and in when I was at Cal State, she yeah, yeah very graciously read my papers and was very helpful. Yes, because Nori did the EDD program, mm-hmm. and um, that is not easy. That, yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, to have to do your whole dissertation and everything, you need a friendly editor you need the kid up the street to just (laughs) fix a comma here and there (laughs) and she knows apa so i do (laughs) you you have this unique experience for svbc how do you think that's prepared you for your current careers because you had you had not just exposure to the college you had a behind the curtains view of from the faculty perspective um, the family perspective yeah um, the community perspective just a, a a bunch of different things that most don't get a chance to see from such a young age to where you are today. Yeah. I know in my house, like both of my parents really enjoyed teaching here. Mm-hmm. You know, they they liked their students. They not that they liked their students, but they they enjoyed helping and working with the students at Valley College. Mm-hmm. You know, they were very happy to be part of the community. They encouraged their students. You know, they wanted mm-hmm. they they just liked teaching here. They right. liked yeah. the student body. They yeah. you know, and you just felt that at yeah. home. You mm-hmm. know, that was obvious that they wanted to to be here and and we, you know, grew up close by and went to the local schools ourselves, all the public schools and that's just kind of how you you did it and it it made sense. Yeah. You know, we weren't so I felt that like my mom, I was thinking of different teaching styles when my mom taught Italian she would always have the whole class over to the house, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Is that legal anymore? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. and usually they were adults. There was a mixture, but a lot uh-huh. of times they were adults, and they were people actually who took her class multiple times, mm-hmm. I think more for the experience than becoming fluent Italian speakers. Right. So she would have them in. My Nona would, would make pasta, so they'd mm-hmm. watch the whole process, <laughs> and then you would hear my mom and Nona talking fluently mm-hmm. In Italian and stuff. And that's what I remember about her class is that kind of I always knew who her students were because they, mm-hmm. 
we're at the house at some point. Right. You know, Is so that experimental learning or laboratory. Yes, laboratory it learning. It's like a lab that's being created. You get the language, you get the food, you get the culture. Yes, and I got the food. And I got <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that about your mom having the students over because I, I remember my mom tells a story about, well, your father has two students in the dining room taking a test. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, we had to be quiet. Mm. And so, yes. I don't, I, that's interesting. So, <laughs> but I will say, Again, it's it's that community that Maria talked about. Uh, my dad ran for school board in the mm-hmm. Colton Unified School District, and my mom worked at the schools as an mm-hmm. aide, a bilingual mm-hmm. instructional aide, for many years. And just knowing the students, knowing that this was always a resource, this was a location, whether mm-hmm. it be where our parents worked or we, we came to events here. That's another thing. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and the newspaper, they, we had Christmas events. There's pictures from the Indian, I think, was the name of the paper back then. Yeah. Yeah. And having it as a place to go and never, and always knowing it was a, a choice for us and it, mm-hmm. it yes. wasn't invisible. Valley wasn't invisible when we were growing up. And right. sometimes I feel like people don't know about it as much. So mm-hmm. and yeah, knowing that my brothers and sisters had taken classes here before I did and then I I finally eventually landed here as well and liking it, mm-hmm. you know, liking where I went, where I where I'm from cuz we would have friends here like when we were in high school, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so you know, our friends would have taken our 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 fathers right. as the classes. as uh-huh. their classes and stuff. <laughs> and it usually came back with good reports. Yeah, your dad's oh, yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it turned out okay. We didn't oh, yeah. lose yeah. any friends. Got to learn so, a little for... bit more about our parents from our friends. Exactly. exactly. Oh, right, my professor before is a, it was a <laughs> thing, right? You were getting an informal rating. It wasn't, it wasn't notes you passed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, that's that's great. You know, it's just to hear that <laughs> because, right? It, it's a different time. It was a different it experience. Was. Yeah. And when you look at the old like newspapers and photos, everybody looks active and, and involved. And like, yeah. It's a nice feeling, and that's what I think we want to bring back or, or just have on mm-hmm. campus is that level of involvement. And I think that's there, and it, it could always and I think nurture it's, that. Mm-hmm. Nurture that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think we're finding new ways. You know, post-COVID. And, yeah. And I think, you know, things, we have expanded ways of getting together now. And I think yeah. we all want to kind of see each other in person and back on campus. But we have alternatives when that's mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult, you know. Yeah. And it's, I think it's great that we have been able to offer classes in a new variety of ways. Right. I think. The different modalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meeting yeah. different populations. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's it's really you think about what's old is is new again. You all were doing dual and concurrent enrollment before <laughs> yeah, we had a label true. for it, yeah. right? The yeah. ability to do it while you're in high school, you're mm-hmm. taking these classes. Yeah. You know, and now we have this defined thing that that is a big part of our our strategies for enrollment. So yeah. just it's interesting to hear how things yeah have and have stayed the same or maybe a little different but we're back to that and that's a good thing yeah and i love that it's expanded because mm-hmm. i know it was they were far and few to come by classes for high school students to come yes. and right. take them but mm-hmm. now we have valley offers a lot of dual enrollment programs we have the middle college high school mm-hmm. and, I, and i believe my brother eventually returned catcher in the rye that was something that was on my dad in the, my dad's tab. He had to pay for. He turned it back to the library. To the library. 
Thank you. Yeah. That well, is well, that's a frequently what... banned book that we need back. So. <laughs> well, when we couldn't get books, my dad would come to the SBBC library right. and get oh, them for, yes. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. I, I do have one funny thing, which is kind of connected, and, and it has to do with the liberal arts building. Mm-hmm. So both of our dads, was your dad in liberal arts? Yes. Yeah. So our dads were in the liberal arts building, and back then you would come up to the side and there was a big gate my dad had a little pass card and the Mm -hmm. gate would rise and I thought that was pretty exclusive (laughs) but it was such a cool building because of the atrium and everything Mm -hmm. and my dad's office was always there and I you know I would see him in his office and stuff like that well probably 16 years ago or so my husband got hired here Mm -hmm. and and he got an office and in his office was one of my dad's old buddies on the on the windowsill, he would write all the phone numbers like mm-hmm. pizza, movie theater, <laughs> Douglas. That was my dad, uh-huh. and and his so my dad's house phone number and name was on the windowsill there with all the other. It was like his Rolodex, right? Yeah. It's like eight two five nine four three nine. It is. That's my good thing. I <laughs> <laughs> only recently disconnected. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so no, it was his Colton number. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Eight two four six seven three eight. Anyway, so it's still there. So in my husband's office, he he comes in his first day, sets things up, and he sees this whole Rolodex written. You know, I guess kind of. <laughs> illegally tagged on the window <laughs> with all these numbers. So it's still there. I think he has some pictures of it, but it's it's still there. And I guess it'll be oh, until the... <laughs> but it's kind of things come around, you know, and it was... He liked it. He, he, he teaches English. His name is Joe. It was really kind of very cool for him to come in and kind right. of just see that. Literally the history written on the wall. Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 The other thing in L.A. building that I don't know if you had this, but my dad had us all have uh, Valley College credit union accounts. Mm-hmm. And I think I, think I, wow. have, I had that. Even when I got here, I mm-hmm. still had my account. Yeah. No, I had Security Pacific and Grand Terrace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where Mr. TV Video is. I had that. Yeah. Huh. I guess hmm. I, a question I was thinking, like a final question about, you know, what does Valley College mean to you? Mm-hmm. Or what has it meant to you because of your experiences throughout the years? Wow. You know what? So in one way, like we've all, like our fathers have passed Mm -hmm. and my mom, but we set up scholarships, right? Mm -hmm. And I think my dad's scholarship, he was, and this is what it means to me too, second chances. Mm -hmm. Like the students he he really, not focused on because he helped all of his students, but he was really encouraging of students who were returning. Mm -hmm. He knew students were coming back after being away from school, they had families, they had responsibilities, Mm -hmm. they had many things, important things pulling at their time, but they were giving, they were creating time for school as well. And like, I think those were the the students my dad just championed Mm -hmm. or just saw, you know, and and sometimes when you are juggling so much, you do need some extra support, you know? You Mm -hmm. might need a little extra time or a little extra, Attention. And so that's kind of how we wrote the scholarship. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is for students who might be just juggling a bunch of responsibility, but they're coming back. They're making time for school. And I think that is at the heart of Valley is right. it doesn't matter when you're going to school. Mm-hmm. But if you're here, we want to help you. We want to help you learn. We want to help you get to your next step, mm-hmm. we want, whether that be your next school or your next job. And I think the, the it's 
the community is united in that desire just to help the students once they're here. Mm-hmm. Discover right. what they want to do next or help them get there if they already know it. Give them those chances. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the beauty of the community college is accepting, helping, encouraging, supporting students wherever they're at, whether they're in high school, whether they get to us early and then continue with us, if they're coming right at 18 after graduating, or if they're coming back with a whole, you know, and at all those times you're juggling a lot. Mm -hmm. But, But these students are choosing to be here. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so let's let's support them. Let's help them get to where they need to get and where they want to get. Right. Yes, because yeah. the cool thing, too, and what Valley means to me in all of this is everything Maria said exactly, mm-hmm. and opportunity. Because mm-hmm. what's really great is those students that we're helping to move forward in whatever way we can, they return. And mm-hmm. I've been here yes. long enough to have former students be part-time faculty in mm-hmm. our department and in other departments as well. Oh, and yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's been opportunity for our students. It's been opportunity for me as well, and I'm very grateful for that. And mm-hmm. my mom always reminds me to be grateful for Valley College yeah. because if it weren't for Valley <laughs> College, I wouldn't have gone to the university. I wouldn't have gone as far as I did and mm-hmm. have that support system. That's so, so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it did give us our opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking I was not planning on returning here as a faculty member. Mm -hmm. That was it happened because I got it's a really great surprise. Thank you for me, too. (laughs) I was you know, I I had support from Mm -hmm. my instructors, you know, to to come back here and from the librarians and from the library community Mm -hmm. here. Um, and that's what I was going to say. Go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So just I, what I don't like is sometimes the college, I've been here, it's, I'm going on year 29. Wow. Uh, people have called it a stepping stone and they'll, they'll, they'll come to Valley and they'll transfer to another institution. Mm-hmm. But the opportunity for faculty as well to grow within the college, to mm-hmm. expand, yeah. whether it's training. I just finished the ACU training. Yes. That was, you think you know how to teach so much for many years. No, there's always something new you can learn. <laughs> right. So it's that ongoing improvement that we're always striving for to make mm-hmm. things better for our students and the opportunities for us as faculty so mm-hmm. we can be a better presence for them. And that that's yes. what I appreciate. And Valley's been very, very good about professional development, giving us opportunities to do conferences, mm-hmm. to, 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 you know, back before COVID again, travel to yeah. different places to get um, training. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. yeah very that's true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, that, 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 that's amazing. You know, the, the legacy that you now have, are leaving through your father's scholarships. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just an annual reminder. You know, I know more than an annual reminder of just, you know, the support, right? Making sure that others who come have the opportunity as well. Exactly, because we have had just wonderful opportunities because of Valley College, just Mm -hmm. from before we were born. I mean, it laid the foundation for all of that for for us. I was just gonna say, one of the first recipients of my dad's scholarship in 05, I think, Mm -hmm. he now awards a scholarship. So, oh, wow. Yeah. wow. That's <laughs> amazing. Samuel Borges. Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. it, you just, you never know what, how you help someone mm-hmm. is going to, you know, pay yeah. it forward or, or just continue. So, yeah. The yeah. impact, right? Thank you. Impact. That's yes. <laughs> no, so these true. are, this has been, this has been great. You know, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much for sharing those incredible, truly San Bernardino <laughs> Valley College stories. 
They're so appropriate for this time of the academic year when we see so many of our wonderful students participating in commencement and graduating and moving to the next phase of their lives where they get to have an impact and pass on some of the, the things that they've learned to the next generation of students. So I want to thank you again, both of you, for, for taking the time to share those stories. Um, and it, it definitely made me learn a lot more about Valley College <laughs> and, and the impact it's had on you as individuals, but also your family. So thank you. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> this was a great conversation. And with that, we have come to the conclusion of this episode of SBVC's Campus-Wide Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you don't already, please follow SBVC on your favorite social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Discord. Just search for SBVC and you can't miss us. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, we would love to hear from you. Just reach out to us at podcast at valleycollege.edu. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode.